power moves with Dr. Gladney, the show that the world has been waiting for. Dr. Gladney is the world-renowned emotional wellness expert, CEO of 24 Karat Speakers, author, and power mover. Each episode will feature extraordinary guests who've created success by making moves that led them to their power. Put on your seatbelt and get ready for the ride of your life as you are inspired and motivated to move to your greatness. Welcome everybody to another episode of Power Moves with Dr. Gladney. You know here, we discuss all about power and making those moves that is going to move you to your greatness. You know, I always bring an incredible guest that can tell us how they made their moves. When I made my move from teaching, from education to stepping out on my own, it totally transformed my life and it changed me. And all along the way, I continued to make those power moves. But it's generally that one decision that you make that will change the trajectory of your life. And we love talking about it. And you know, this is educational, inspirational, motivational, every Asianal that you can think of that we bring on Power Moves with Dr. Gladney. And I am delighted to introduce my next guest. So excited, can't wait for you to hear his story and his power moves. We have with us today, John Steinmetz. He is the CEO of Vista Bank. Welcome, John. Thank you, Dr. Gladney. <laughs> what a very kind introduction and positive message oh, this morning. I'm telling you, John, I'm so excited. I have to tell everybody how we first met. Please. Because when you think of a bank, mm -hmm. you think of a CEO of a bank, I'm just gonna put it out there. I know things are changing, times are changing. What you think of is a stuffy suit and a tie and you're sitting behind a desk. Boring, boring, boring. I know, okay. that is not how we met. That's right. We met, it's been a couple of years. And the time that we met, and this, I, I love destiny. When I tell you, I just love how Me things too. are orchestrated and people come together at the time that they're supposed to. And yeah. so we met when the world was in turmoil. When yeah. I tell you turmoil was going on, it was right after the George Floyd yeah. murder. And we were in Dallas. Yeah. And one of the businesses had been affected and had been a lot of damage done. And so there was a call out for people to come and help to clean. And so I got my daughter, packed her up, said, we're going, we're going to do what we need to do to help, yeah. help not only heal, because everywhere I go, I'm trying to heal with my words, Absolutely. but we're going to do some work with our hands. Got there and it was this team of people everywhere with these shirts on. And I was like, well, first of all, the shock, and I'm a very authentic person, because the team, a lot of the team was mainly Caucasian, yep. and this was a black owned business, yep. and the black chamber had called us out to, yep. to come and help. So I'm expecting a whole different look of people. Absolutely. And when I saw you guys, I didn't know who you were, 
And we got there and I called myself saying, oh, they're not going to be on time. Yeah. We could be there all day. You all had almost finished everything. And I'm like, well, who are these people? That's when I met. And I said, oh, my God, the heart of this man. Tell me about that day. Tell me what that was before we get into who you are. Well, first of all, um, that was an interesting day. And much like you brought your daughter, um, uh, I, I was moved by um, a number of these small business owners, uh, some of which were, were clients and some that weren't. Um, those that are willing to risk their entire life savings to um, live their dream out of being a small business owner. And um, uh, this particular um, small business owner happened to be a client of Vista Bank. Mm -hmm. And those shirts you saw was Vista Outreach. And, um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, it was made up of a team of mainly Caucasians. Mm -hmm. And um, today we work diligently through our outreach programs, some of which uh, stemmed from that day Mm -hmm. And I had my son there, as you may recall, yes, who is 12 today. So I guess he was about nine and a half. And I can assure you, he had no interest in going downtown to clean up what uh, was actually, sadly, a uh, uh, looked like a war zone. Yes, right. I yes. mean, this is our community, a community that has had so many made so many great strides in so many areas. And I commend our city leadership for that. And in one day, it was, uh, yeah. it was just destroyed. And, and to watch um, that business owner uh, look at her store uh, was a heartbreaking moment. But I will tell you, it's one that not only changed my life on uh, that particular situation in my perspective, but also the perspective of, of my son and, yes. and our entire team. And so uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a great day. It was neat to see so many people volunteer to it come was. out and yes. uh, be a part of it. And I thought the Black Chamber of Commerce did a great job. And, and I'm incredibly proud to be associated with so many amazing uh, Vista teammates that actually also volunteered to come out and uh, pick up glass and help put together what was an absolute mess. Yes, right? yes. But you guys had done so much. And finding out that you were the CEO, I was just like, you know, what I had in my mind, yeah. what the bank CEO is supposed yeah. to look like. You have made a lot of strides and done a lot in your life. I'm going to just throw out some of the stuff. You seem like you've broken some records and done some stuff here. <laughs> first of all, you were the first non-family member that was appointed. So that says a whole lot because, listen, it seems like if you're born into the right family, life could be great but if you're not then you don't get the success amen but i but wasn't, you born, wasn't into the, born into that i, I so. was born into a great family that taught me a work ethic but not one that was from a banking background isn't that something but you came on and then you started to expand because it was mainly seemed like it was agricultural but you wanted to say hey we need to expand yes, that more and so you started growing some numbers approaching okay get this 500 50% growth. Do you all understand what that means? 550% growth and what you have been able to do. We, and some, we, we have been okay. able to do. Yes, yes ma'am. But you know, we all know it's the top down. It's okay. the leader that leads. And so I understand we definitely want to acknowledge team, Fair. but Fair. it comes from the top. It comes from the head. And as I looked at a lot of what you've been able to accomplish, and I think now you're the largest, 
You're the largest in Texas, Main Street. We were, we were the we were the largest Main Street lenders through the CARES Act uh, wow. in, in the state. And you know what's really impressive about that is not that Vista Bank did that, but it it did it on the heels of PPP. Yes. And if you think back to uh, you know what this country's been through, not only uh, when we met uh, in the turmoil that was associated with that, but then you know the coronavirus and the impact yes. that that has had on small businesses. Uh, you know, bankers were not able to really work from home. Uh, they were not able to um, take a break because those that, uh, you know, put the economy on their back each and every day, entrepreneurs like yourself, yes. uh, needed uh, access to PPP loans. And quite frankly, the CARES Act uh, was a breakout moment for our company mm. um, because it allowed us to uh, show something that I've always truly believed. And that is that pound for pound, as uh, Mayweather says, we are the greatest bank in the greatest state. So I don't know what that says about uh, the company, but I truly believe our team pound for pound is, is, is greatness. And the CARES Act allowed us to actually get out there and it's show the community, show. regardless of the business size, uh, what we're capable of. And um, we have been uh, benefiting greatly from that. So that is wonderful. I mean, yes, that is some wonderful stuff. So tell us how you got involved in banking. Was that what you went to school for? What does that look like? I don't meet a lot of people that says, I want to be a banker. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there is a huge shortfall of folks uh, because, as you know, in Texas, we had a banking crisis in the late 80s. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm 44 today, and, and there's just not a lot of peers that are that elected to go into the, this space. Uh, but I will tell you, I did not grow up wanting to be a banker. I always <laughs> liked, uh, uh, I always liked finance. Um, my father spent 21 years in the air force. My mother was a TGI Fridays waitress. Wow, uh, they got okay. divorced at, well, while my sister and I were at a pretty young age. And, um, what I learned through that process was that, um, I really wanted to do whatever it was, whatever it took to, not have the same financial strains mm, uh, that my yeah. that my my family did. So um, I worked hard uh, in college. Had the opportunity to be student body president, and I was going to work um, on Wall Street. I was very fortunate to get an, an offer to go uh, to Wall Street, and it was right after 9/11. I was going to do a short stint uh, at the White House as an intern. Oh wow! Okay. And so I did that. Um, and while I was there, um, about three months into a nine-month commitment. Uh, I got a call that said, hey, you know what? Um, we're about to have a hiring freeze because this 9-11 thing was real and it's really impacting our, our, uh, our business and, and the economy. So we're gonna have a hiring freeze. If you can come, you come now. I said, absolutely. Called my father, had already sold my car uh, and told him, wow. pops, I need to move. And he said, son, I haven't been able to give you a lot uh, with respect to the financials, but what I can tell you is your mom and I did teach you a man's only through his own word and you committed to nine months. And so um, I stuck it out um, and wow. I'm grateful I did. And an amazing businessman, entrepreneur and uh, bank CEO, Alan White, the founder of Plains Capital Bank gave me a chance to get into banking and it was back here in Texas. And it wasn't my first choice, but it uh, turned out to be all right. So trust, wow. trust, in, uh, trust in the higher power, uh, good yes, Lord in my case. Absolutely. And, and uh, it all worked out the way it's supposed to. Wow. So yeah. it was, it was Zigzag. some zigzagging yep. that goes along there. Let me ask you this. When did you realize your greatness? 
in leading and being able to influence. When did you realize your greatness? Well, I have to genuinely tell you, I do not believe that I possess greatness. Oh I believe goodness, that uh, Look, I believe I believe that the good Lord has given me an opportunity to impact um, people, and I want to um, do the best I can while I'm in a position to do that. But I will tell you, probably when I began to really understand people, and mm -hmm. I've had some really cool opportunities in life that I don't. Uh, completely deserve, but it was when I was working at Bennigan's as a busser and oh, waiter. Oh, Bennigan's? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was waiting tables and, and you know, uh, what, what a lot of people today don't really understand is that as a waiter, you wait on a lot of different people. Yes. You wait on everyone yes. from, the, from the well to do. And it yes. doesn't surprise me one bit that you did that. Yes. And uh, our two children will as well. But, you know, you have to build a relationship with the hostess because the hostess mm -hmm. in host get to decide whether you get a four top at your four top or a two top at your two top. Yeah. You get to double your income if you get a four <laughs> yeah, top, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, and if you build a relationship with those that are working in the kitchen that may not have the same education, mm -hmm. they can decide how fast your food gets out, which determines when you're able to uh, turn your tables yes, quicker than, you're, yes. than, than those that you're competing against. And so uh, that was when I first decided or learned that, uh, you know, um, stop worrying about kissing but yeah. to the top yeah. and worry about the people that are Absolutely. maybe beneath Making you. Making it happen. And they will lift you up faster than you can be wow. kissed up. Wait, and wait, so, wait. That's the lesson. <laughs> Did you hear him say that stop worrying about the people at the top, but the people that can lift you up, that you may not think they're on your level. Yep. But they're the ones that's going to lift you. Ooh, that's, you don't even know how powerful that lesson was well, right there. I, I, I got to give credit to my mother for that. She said, look, no one ever uh, strained their back getting pushed up. Mm. They strained their back trying to get pulled up. And wow. so, you know, if you uh, anticipate, sacrifice, and do it consistently, uh, fortunately in 2022, it's a whole lot easier yes. uh, to be successful than it, than it was Back even then. when you were getting started. Absolutely. And so, um, so, so that's, I hope that answers your question. Well, so what I heard you say, yep. this is humility. It also takes humility to really be great. That doesn't mean that there aren't some egotistical people that we think that are great out there. We look and we say, oh, they're successful. They have all this. But what I heard you say is you don't think that you're great. You yet. don't yet. Well, I want to so, get there. So listen, let me just, let me just put all this right. in perspective. Right. The greatness that God put within you is your gift. Amen. And to be able and these are numbers, but they mean something. The growth, the things that you've been able to accomplish in the place that you, that in the position that you were placed, mm -hmm. that's where you shine. But I love the humility part of it to say, oh, let's see, I was great from the beginning, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, well. you know, and, but some people on this journey, they realize it at different places okay. and you say, okay, I'm gifted. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of gifts and talents and I have the gift to influence people. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's that gift of leadership. You know, a lot of people can learn leadership skills, but when you innately have it put in you mm -hmm. and you knew from the time, mm -hmm. like I did, I could influence the kids on the playground. Yep. That's, that's your greatness. That's yeah. a gift. Yeah. Well, I, so I see, I, I will tell you like one of the things that we try to do at, at Vista Bank is, 
uh, we really focus on financial literacy. Mm -hmm. um, I believe there's oftentimes too much focus on just making loans to people that may or may not be qualified. Yes. Um, or may not be qualified, but we need to extend them credit. If we don't teach them to fish, right. they will come back. And, and my mother money. was one of those yeah. people. Okay. She filed bankruptcy and I knew mm -hmm. that I did not want to answer the phone to bill collectors and tell them they weren't there. Right. So it taught me a great lesson. And, um, you know, I think today it makes me a, a more compassionate yet also a disciplined banker mm -hmm. and, uh, and helps me, um, lead. And look, everyone's got an ego. Uh, I do. I, I fight it we, every we day, but, yes. um, but at the end of the day, it's really about, uh, putting people first. Well, you're doing a great job. Let me Thank ask you, you this. Much. What was that one move that you believe that led you to where you are today? Called your power move. It's usually that one thing that we do mm -hmm. that you say, hmm, this is how I got on this course. Um, you know, when I was a child, my mom, we grew up in Fort Worth at, at Carswell Air Force Base, and my mother would drive us through Westover Hills and uh, we got to look at the Christmas lights. Okay. Or if we parked at the Ridgemar Mall, we'd park and walk through uh, Neiman Marcus. Mm -hmm. And she'd always say, if you work hard, you can shop here. You can buy but something we, in but here. But we would cut through and then we'd go to JCPenney's, <laughs> right? Okay, yes. But, but, but we got to see it. And I yes. think that that was, for, for, for your viewers and for mothers and fathers out there, regardless of where you're from, you know, people believe what they're told. Mm -hmm. So if they're, if they're told on a daily basis that they're not good enough, which, yes. by the way, I've done with my own children. Work harder. You, right, you're not going right. to, you know. Right. If we go back to the basics, the reason you are where you are is because of that power move. Absolutely. I don't know what that one move was, but I did know that, I do know that that taught me at a very young age, Dr. Gladney, that, that I could do anything. And it gave me that motivation that one day I want to be able to afford to live in one of these homes. And I can tell you uh, today, um, thanks be to the good Lord, that yes. is the case. Um, but I will tell you what really I think is the biggest power defining moment was when, um, we had, we, along with, uh, seven other banks were involved in a large fraud that, that, mm. uh, a client, uh, ultimately, uh, took a lot of money and it was a very wow. difficult time in the company. Yeah. And it was a time when, uh, our amazing board could have said, it's time for a change. Yes. Because, like you said, it starts at the top. Starts at the top. They're like, okay. Or, and, and I will say, they said, you know what? We're going to be focused on, we, we've been good, striving for greatness for some time. And when I saw that grace, and I knew that 157 people invested in uh, our success, that's one of the reasons we were the number one Main Street lender. Because wow. we were not giving up. And I think if you look back on your career and and those that are uh, helping produce this show, it's always that time of adversity when mm -hmm. you kind of look you at grow. yourself in the mirror Absolutely. and you wonder, am I capable of more? And uh, that, that is one of the most recent, you know, four years ago that really set us on a trajectory, I think, to where we are today and, and where we'll go in the future. Wow, that is amazing. Now, when we come back, I want to ask you, how do you maintain your emotional wellness? Okay. That is always important to me as the emotional wellness doctor to understand how do you keep that balance? So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back.
24 Karat Speakers is an elite speakers agency that represents women of color. Our agency offers boutique services to our buyers and speakers that include powerful speakers, training, product development, and client management. Our world-class speakers are experts in content and messaging and are uniquely trained to motivate audiences and excite the brain for impactful learning. Colorful women, powerful messages, changing the world. To hire one of these amazing women, go to www.24caratspeakers.com and let us help you create your world-class event. So we're back and wanted to find out in all that you do, and especially, you know, 75 to 90% of all your sickness and disease start with emotions and stress. The top mm-hmm. two emotions, the top two stressors, stressors in life are finances and relationships. Mm-hmm. And you can put finances even above relationships. Finances are huge. Yep. You being in the financial industry and seeing a lot. Yep. And you see a lot of devastation. You see a lot of people that that lose it all, um, can't get loans, can't. And you have to balance so much. How do you maintain your emotional wellness? Well, I, I get up every morning and spend a little uh, time in the good in the good book, and I think that that gives you balance to start your day. Uh, I've always believed, uh, you know, the early bird gets the worm. Yeah. And so I I. I get up early, uh, whether I want to or not. Um, I do exercise in the morning before I, I get going. I don't know if that is what causes your ability to have that emotional mm-hmm. uh, wellness, but look, at the end of the day, I struggle with the exact same things yes, that, yes. that everyone else does. Some put on a better face, I, I feel pain, I, you know, I want to see people be successful, but I think um, it's, it's making time to just take a deep breath each day um, you know, you're really good about this and you give some great lessons, um, on, on emotional wellness. Mm-hmm. And I'd encourage anyone to, to spend more time, uh, with you well, th- if they haven't, you. but, but I think, I think it's about making time for yourself and, yes. and really just, um, focusing on regardless of the win or loss, mm-hmm. uh, it's all a part of, uh, a life. Right. And, um, and so that, that's, that's really what, uh, sleep is not something that I get very often. Oh my! Uh, some some say oh. sleep is there, but uh, I think it, it's a little bit overrated. Oh, he thinks it's overrated. <laughs> Listen, don't pay attention to that part. You have to get your <laughs> yeah. sleep. No. Yeah. I've heard that so, a lot. Some people's bodies, you know, can operate on less, but. The majority of us, listen, yes. people, we need our beauty rest, okay? I, <laughs> I'm telling you. You're the doctor, need, not me. So, we need yeah, our yeah. sleep. Yeah. And I appreciate that, John. Yeah, so he understands and knows in some of the strategies and things of teaching yes. teaching and working with your people. Let me ask you, what would you say is the one thing that people should not do when they're trying to figure their life out? What is the one thing people should not do? They should avoid Focusing on the immediate satisfaction or outcome. Mm. In Sweet. most cases, you said money and relationships. Mm-hmm. Let's start with money. Yes. Most people today are looking for instant gratification. And one of the things I'm the most proud of at Vista is our team has one of the highest retentions in our industry. Wow. It's not because we pay more than anyone else. It's because we, we try to create an environment where people come first. Okay. I think oftentimes, so oftentimes 
in particular with the next generation, they are focused on the $5,000 raise, the, the, yes, the, the, yes. the $4 well, an hour yes. more. And, and I get it. Like there is a defining moment in time in, in, in with, finan with finances that, that you have to do that. But for those that are over that pinnacle and you know, when you're there, yes, you know, um, don't make decisions based off of just monetary reasons, because to your point, it, it is probably number one, closely yes. challenged by relationships. And yes. Anyone that's honest tells you, look, being a, a, a parent, being a spouse yes. is, is difficult. That's why there's so much admiration for these couples that you see that are married 25, 50, 70 years. Yes. I mean, it, it doesn't come without hard work. Right. Yep. You're right. So avoid focusing on the moment and the temporary fix. But you know, we live in such a society right now where it's so difficult to teach the millennials mm -hmm. and anybody below the Gen Z, Gen X, whomever. Yep. That's right. <laughs> it's difficult because everything is instant. It's yep. instant gratification. You yep. push a button, you do this. We got touch screens. I mean, goodness gracious, we didn't grow up. We got with a Wikipedia. Uh, I know. An we entire didn't, encyclopedia. We didn't right grow there. up with any no. of those. We had to look through the Britannica encyclopedia. Yeah. I am aging myself, and that is yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can remember when they would knock on the door and sell the encyclopedia. Yeah. Now you just have it at your fingertips. People can be Googling while they're driving, which is not something you should do, but I'm saying that's how instant it is. Yep. So it's difficult to teach people not to want this now yep. and not to just focus on the money because they know what the money can bring because our society has become so materialistic. Yep. But that's good. So avoid doing that. Now, what is the one thing that people should do? Take advantage of, you mentioned, I remember when they would come to the door and sell an, uh, an encyclopedias. There were probably few families that could afford an entire set the, of encyclopedias, so right? right? They, they so technology has allowed us to have information at really no cost. Mm -hmm. You know, there's podcasts, there's sh great shows. Reading doesn't take much. We still have libraries today. Sometimes yeah. I wonder why no, no, because, I, of, I because of technology. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you, if you take the time to read, if you take the time to educate yourself, self-help, self-awareness, um, focus on your strengths while also recognizing your weaknesses. Um, I will tell you, if I had not done that and, and be persistent, uh, mm -hmm. I would have never been given the opportunity that I received at 29 to be president of a bank. And then, uh, wait, wait, later... at 29. Yes, ma'am. Excuse me. 29. Okay. 29 is when you started your presidency at the mm -hmm. bank. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, I made, I made a lot of mistakes and, and it was a great family giving me an opportunity that I didn't deserve. But I think that if you, if wow. people know that you're going to work harder than them, and by the way, in 2022, it is a lot more challenging than it was when, when my parents were, were going through everyone yes, grind, yes, everyone's yes, grinding yeah. today. There are so few people that work hard uh, yes, at eight to five. So right. If I look in our parking you're lot right. at five o'clock, most everybody's people gone. head home <laughs> they and, and you know what? It's yeah. so easy to stand out. Yes. And, uh, wow. so anyways, I think that out. it's, yeah. And you don't have to stay four hours later, stay an extra hour. Yes. Uh, but you know, um, I think that's, wow. Yeah. You, I would love to just keep talking cause I want to pick some more out of your brain yeah. because this was a journey mm -hmm. and all of our lives are journey.
but this is not wasn't a planned journey for you. Opportunity. I had a poster on my mm-hmm. wall because when we grew up, everybody had posters. Yep. <laughs> and my poster that I is one of my mantras: the secret to success is to be ready when opportunity When your number is called. Yes. Yes. You have to be ready, so you have to do the work prior. But it's hard for people to wrap their mind around a 29-year-old that done the work to be ready to take on, to be the president of a bank. So I don't know that I was that. ready, I, I will tell you. I still don't know that I'm ready for the position that I've mm. been in uh, for the last seven years. You know, I, I think that uh, luck, luck never hit a man standing in the shade. And what's so wow. funny is you may or may not have known my background, but when most people look at a bank CEO, they, especially when you're younger, they, they think that you were born into a banking family. Yes, and that yes. And look, I like that because those people typically don't work very hard. No. So you know what? Think they what you may. Yeah. But, I, but I think that uh, what, what's amazing is, you know, to your point, you, you create your own opportunities. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I look out in your audience and there's a friend of mine, Lubbock Smith, who, uh, you yes. know, grew up in Oak Cliff and, and, and quite frankly, had a, a lot against him, but he is probably as good a father and husband as I've met. And, um, today he's building a new home in Oak Cliff to stay in the community wow. because he wants to change That's great. Uh, and be an example of what uh, can be done. And so uh, back to, you know, our original conversation, we met at, at very difficult times and divided yes. uh, our country when our country was as divided as I've, I've ever seen it in my lifetime. Yes. And uh, really how we can do it is just by working together. And, working and I together. learned this through one of your uh, sessions, you know, and, and, and it just being genuine. Right. And we're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Authentic. We're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And, and you have done that. What is your next, John? Um, I want to be a better father and husband than I have been uh, trying to build a company for mm. um, investors in uh, and, and an amazing board that's given me opportunities that I don't deserve. But I would say that professionally, I want to build and continue to spotlight the amazing organization that I get to be a, pr- a part of every day. You know, uh, our clients, we have 17,400 plus clients today. They wow, get to, they that's get, great. They, you know, and, and there are probably banks that have 10 times that a month. But I, but I am very grateful for those that gave us the opportunity to earn their business and do what we love. And if someone doesn't love doing what we do, then we would encourage them at Vista to, to go find a place or find they, an industry they that love. they do. Yeah. Because, because authenticity is very Absolutely. easily um, uh, seen. So um, I'm just honored to be here with you today. I'm so grateful that you do what you do and the way you do it. Um, and I appreciate the, the, the impact you're making on our community. Yes, and I appreciate you as well and what you're doing and this conversation. I'm so delighted that you joined us today. Hopefully people have gotten those nuggets. I tried to pick them out to say, hey, it's really about hard work ethic, being prepared, even though 
you don't feel like you were prepared, you were prepared enough for somebody to believe in you. And that's what we have to do, yes. is have yourself and carry yourself in such a manner that people can believe in you and your vision and your potential. So this is great and we appreciate all that you all are doing for the community. Again, this is the CEO of Vista Bank and I was so privileged and honored to be able to meet him at a time when our lives were just upheaval. But you know what? What's from that? the ashes, when things burn from the ashes comes the greatness. Amen. And so you have been helping us today to move people to their greatness. So thank you again, John. You're too good. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Power Moves with Dr. Gladney. Now you know me sitting always in my pink power chair to help to motivate and move you to your greatness. Until our next episode, you have a powerful day. Thank you for joining us for today's Power Moves with Dr. Gladney. For more information or to contact Dr. Gladney, go to www.drgladney.com or to hire a 24-karat speaker, go to www.24caratspeakers.com. We'll see you next time.